You're listening, You're listening to the On Call Empath Show. Hey, welcome back to this episode of the On Call Empath. For all of you guys that are empaths, highly sensitive people, or just someone that might be having problems dealing with burnout, this episode is something you want to tune into. One of the things that I come across, especially a lot with my clients, is you know, they'll be going strong for a couple weeks and then all of a sudden they'll just pretty much forget everything um, that they learned and they start people pleasing again and then, then they fall into burnout. So, in this episode, if you're struggling with constantly being burned out. Um, Maybe there's a couple things you can learn uh, from this episode that can make your life a lot easier. And I know for me, these are tools that I use myself. Um, I know they work. I've used them myself and you can feel a difference right away. So let's start off with, you know, first looking at an empath or a highly sensitive people person, I should say. Typically with a highly sensitive or empath, we're more prone to feeling certain things than just the average person. I don't care if you're at a job or in a stressful um, relationship or whatever it is, we tend to process things a little differently and that there's nothing wrong with that. We just are more in tuned with our bodies and that's what empaths are. Um, So a lot of the clients that I come to, the first thing that they'll say to me is that, you know, they're, they get stressed out real easily. Um, you know, they'll be doing well for a little bit and then they'll fall right off and go back to their, um, old cycles and then end up burning out. And that usually, you know, leads to depression, anxiety, body aches, pains, and I've been there myself. So just starting off, of the five things empath should set to avoid burnout, number one, and I think this goes for just about anyone, when you get a text message, we get bombarded from all different angles, emails, um, people just, there's so many ways to get a hold of someone these days with the internet. Try not to respond right away, Um, at least for me. When I get a text message or I get emails, I usually block off maybe a couple couple minutes in the morning, a couple minutes at night, at my lunch break. So there are spurts of time that I do it, but I don't check my messages immediately because I know that if it is something that is stressful, it it will affect my day. And that's why I don't even check my phone when I wake up. And I highly recommend all the people that I coach to also do the same. Do not have the phone in the same room when you go to bed, if you can. I know you have to charge and all that stuff, but try not to look at the phone at the first thing because you want to set the intention for the rest of the day. These days, it becomes normal to expect an instant response. So if you're a friend or a family member, I get it. You have to respond a child you can do that. But like what I'm saying is it doesn't have to be emergency every time where you have to respond or feel obligated to respond. And I know I felt that too. I get so many people that are like, well, man, if if I don't respond within a 
certain time frame, like a boss, they're going to get upset. So my question is, why why do you respond um, in the beginning anyways? Like, so whenever I get a text message, especially if it's like, for example, I had a boss that uh, they used to do that. They would text me and they would keep on texting me until I would respond. Now, for me, if I responded right away, that's sending a message saying that, you know what, I'm going to jump when you say so, or I, you know, I'm going to drop whatever I'm doing because you're more important than everyone else. In some cases, you know, yeah, I, I will get back if it's emergency, but I will tell anybody, I don't care if it's, uh, my boss or a significant other, if I'm busy and I'm, like driving or really into something in a meeting, there's certain times where I can't just drop everything. And if that person does not understand that, or they pressure you that, you know, it's been one hour and they keep track of the time. Like if they're like, it's 45 minutes and you didn't, that's a red flag right there that, um, you're taking unnecessary stress. So you need to set the boundaries up front, make it a practice um, and take your time seriously. You know, it is something that you can't just give away, especially if you're an empath or a highly sensitive person. The The time is very important to us and we have to treat it as if it's, you know, something that, you know, we when we have it, we have to preserve it, um, especially our energy as well. So number one, don't respond to any types of messages right away. And don't be afraid that there's going to be some sort of repercussion because if you start giving a person an inch, they're going to take a mile from you. And, and that's why when, whenever I get, you know, a text from someone, I, I don't respond right away. Number two, don't take calls after a certain time. Um, and that, that goes for, um, any type of communication. Um, I know that, you know, it's frustrating about, you know, especially when you get calls late at night and you're trying to go to bed, or if it's a, you know, a friend that's always calling you after a certain time and they don't respect your boundaries. That's like the worst. You want to start winding down in the, in the end of the day. You don't, you want to end it on a positive note. So usually I set a boundary and I tell people that I don't respond to texts after eight o'clock. I just don't. And if they are not cool with it, or if I see them still calling me after I told them, um, that to me is, is disrespectful. And I don't care if you're my boss. I don't care if you're somebody, um, that, you know, knows me well, because unless it's like emergency or it's a life and death thing, I have to protect my energy and that person on the other end will understand that. And if they don't, they don't really need to be in our lives. Right. So you could still be, you know, uh, very nice about it. Um, but once you answer the phone after a boundary, they're going to think it's okay to walk all over you. Number three, prioritize your downtime. So if you're the type of person that's always you know, working through your lunch and you don't know when to stop or take your foot off the gas, especially if you're a highly sensitive person, your well-being matters and it's your responsibility to advocate for yourself. So taking breaks throughout the day is very important. And I tell this to all 
my clients. You're burning out because you go, go, go all the time. Maybe you have kids. Maybe you have to, you know, take them somewhere after school. And then you have to run and drop this person off. And, you know, it it adds up. You may not think that it doesn't. And you may think like, oh, it's not a big deal. But I promise you, every little uh, pebble in your bag is going to add up. And then eventually it's going to lead to burnout. And sometimes I've you know, talk to certain people, clients of mine that, you know, they don't realize it, but then they tell me that they blew up at somebody, a significant other. And they are, they're telling me that it's not like them. They're not that type of person. They don't like that type of person, but yet they blew up at that person. So we backtrack and we, I ask them like, what went on that day? Okay. You had this happen to you and somebody, you know, cut you off here and then you were rushed to do this. Of course, you're going to be in a bad mood and you're in, and we're all human and we're going to get to a point where there's just so much we can take. So just keep in mind, just take breaks throughout the day for your time. And if that means leaving, you know, the office or going for a walk, do that, you know, but don't just go a hundred miles an hour throughout the day and try to get everything done, have dinner ready and just not have any time for yourself. Just take some time and, tell yourself you are worth it worth it and if you don't take this time off now it's going to come back to you later on number 4 be realistic with your bandwidth and don't take on more than you can choose and this kind of uh coincides with what i just uh said with 3 but this is more towards your long term uh goals so if you have a lot on your plate don't try to take on more work don't ask for the you know, for more work at your job. Don't ask for more responsibility, especially if you're a highly sensitive people. We feel overloaded very quickly. And if it's too much, um, it's sometimes hard for people to gauge that, especially empaths. I know I was one of them. And again, this just seems to be one of the biggest things. Um, you know, when, when I do my coaching, I'll have a client that, that would tell me like, what happened to me? What happened to that that girl, like what happened to me when I was happy. And I asked, and I started backtracking and I said, well, look at all the things that you're putting yourself through. You've, you've, you know, bit off more than you can chew and you've voluntarily wanted to take on all this extra stuff with your family and your friends because you wanted to people please them. And they're like, oh yeah, you know, why am I doing all that? I'm like, why? Yeah. Why are you? Because you want to be the good person. You want to be liked. And I get that. And it's it's difficult because as, you know, we get, uh, you know, older, we, we tend to keep doing the same cycles. And it's, you know, uh, it's very tough to speak up for ourselves. So we figured, like, if we're overly nice and we do good things for people, they're going to like us back. But unfortunately, that's not how the world works. The more you do, and there's a lot of people that would be happy to take, take, take. So... Put yourself first, speak up, you know, express what you need and um, don't rely on anyone else to, you know, uh, take the burden off of your plate. You can um, you can't do everything. We're not we're not made that way, especially highly sensitive people. We have to take time and consideration for ourselves because no one else is going to advocate for us. Number five, choose not to partake in any type of 
gossip or toxic conversations with anyone because you're going to get people that are um, that are going to start talking about you from other people. And that's going to take energy away from us. And conversations, whether it's at work or people in our families or friends, you know, when we partake in that, you know, you may not think it, even if you're not partaking in that uh, discussion, that energy is going to affect us, especially the empaths. Conversations that are like more negative or filled with complaints can become draining and quickly escalate to something huge. And we won't realize it until we're half deep in water and we're just kind of like, why am I doing this type of behavior? Because I've said it before and I'll say it again, we're the byproduct of the five people we hang around with. So if you're around five people that complain, bitch and moan, you're most likely going to be the same way. It's proven it's they've done studies on it. So don't be that fifth person, uh, especially if you're a sensitive person, um, take ownership of your energy. And what I mean by that partake in saying, you know, thank you. Um, but I have to be somewhere or cut, cut the conversation short without coming across, you know, as somebody that's, you know, going to be looked upon like, oh, you're too good for us type thing. Cause you're going to get that. You're going to get backlash, some hard pills to swallow that um, I just want to leave you guys with is it's not anyone's responsibility to make you happy. And I tell these, you know, people that I coach that, yeah, when we're coaching, I'm here for you. I'm your biggest fan. But like when you're out in on your own and I'm not there, Who's who's gonna tell you like to do what to do and and who to stay away from and how to protect yourself? So you have to learn to put yourself first and and gradually that's what I do. I I get people to ask those questions in their head when I'm not around when I can't be that with them on you know on the call. I teach them like and I give them some scenarios so. You know, hey, Jessica, you know, you're in a situation where you have these people around you. You have one toxic, you know, person that's a narcissist. You have another person who is jealous of you and you're in a room full of, you know, this type of person. What what are your options? What Tell me how you're going to walk through this so you don't walk away hurting yourself. And I give them these scenarios like as if they were in it. And so I keep doing it and I give them exposure you know, and I tell them to put themselves slowly in those positions so they can practice what we talk about because I give them real life, you know, types of situations and then they go out and then they expose themselves to that. And then they try, they tell me like how they did. And then we'll keep doing that over and over until they get to get to the point where if, you know, it's like breathing, they know when, you know, there are toxic people in the room. They know which people to tell what to, what energy, you know, vampires are around the corner. So stop giving up your power and expecting um, someone else to, you know, stick up for you because most people won't. So one thing in closing is there's a lot of good actors out there. There's going to be people that are going to, you know, be nice to you, especially in relationships. You'll see these, uh, People that will tell you everything you want to hear and music to your ears. But guess what? After the honeymoon period, it's you're going to see the mask come off and they're going to show their ugly face. So the sooner you let people go, the faster you're healed. So if you are suspecting and follow your gut on this, if you're suspecting somebody has, you know, is changing slowly, 
you need to be able to be, you have to be the person, the bigger person to let them go and not feel bad. And I know it's going to hurt. I know this is one of the hardest things for empaths and highly sensitive people to do to cut people off. But this is part of the healing process, guys. And it's very hard for me, even as a coach, when I have to cut people off, I don't tell them, look, I don't want to be around you. I slowly distance myself. Maybe instead of giving them a text every other day, it might be, you know, once a week. And then I just keep pulling back. And then once they're, they start asking like, Hey, we're, you know, we're not the same, you know, that's when it's a lot easier because now they're getting the notion like, okay, this person's not buying my shit, you know? And, and so that's one thing to keep in mind. Not everyone's going to think like you, um, what makes us different, the empaths and highly sensitive people from everyone else is we are more um, in tuned with our surroundings and um, we can sense things. So communicate what you want to someone. Tell them what you need. Don't be afraid. Don't don't think, overthink that they're not going to accept me if I ask for I need this help. If someone tells you they need something done, and you don't want to do it, well, there's ways you can tell them, like, you know, now's not a good time, or yes, I can do this if you can help me with this halfway. Don't be afraid to hold back or ask for what you need. You know, um, it doesn't hurt, and it's just going to get your confidence up the more you start doing this um, over and over again. So I hope with all these five ways um, to kind of avoid you know, burnout, um, is something that you found valuable. And again, the world we live in with social media and constantly these cell phones going off every five seconds, what do you think happens to our nervous system? It overloads us. And again, you're probably going to get a text right after this and you're going to check it. I guarantee you nine out of 10 people are, is going to check it. You don't answer my text for a couple hours like, are you mad at me? What's going on? You have to be able to look them in the eyes or just tell them, look, I just don't answer texts during, you know, these times. And that's it. You don't have to explain yourself. And if they're like, what is wrong with you? What are, why are you acting all weird? Is this the new you? And yes, it is. Yes, it is. And um, if they don't accept it, they've got to they've got to go. I'm sorry to say that as much as it hurts, because, again, our time and energy matters first. Our mental health comes first and all this uh, texting and emails and people trying to, you know, access us 24 seven. All that's going to do is burn us out and stress us out more. So I just wanted to do a quick episode on this because it just seems to be coming up all the time with all my coaching clients. So I hope you guys got something out of it. I am taking coaching clients as this um, as of now. I have two seats open. So if you are interested, check out the bio. I'd be happy to give you a free session just to see if we click and uh, see if, how I can help you. Um, I would love to work for, with you guys, uh, especially if you're going through any type of, uh, you know, issues with past, uh, trauma or, <clears throat> you know, trying to find yourself and put your, you know, the person that you were once 
and then get get you to a place where you're whole again and um there's nothing wrong asking for help there's all types of uh resources out there and i'm always here for you guys either way let me know what you thought of this episode in the comments feel free to reach out and stay tuned for the next episode i have some great guests coming on so with that said guys always keep moving forward thanks again for coming with me on this journey and we are out you're listening to the on call now.